Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Life Coaching. This is Noelle, and with me, I have a special guest, one of our Lumia instructors and transition coach, Barb Matias Haynes. How are you, Barb? Hi, Noelle. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about coaching today. Me too. And I am excited for a day in the life. I know that transition uh, coaching is your niche and everybody experiences transitions in life. So let us dive right in. Please tell us about yourself. Who are you in the world? Um, What's your favorite food? And tell us a little bit about your coaching practice. Great. Um, So I am in um, Southern California. Um, I am a single mom of three amazing humans. Um, And uh, my favorite food, oh my goodness, um, what's my favorite food right now? Um, I love sushi. I really love sushi. And it's so hot in Southern California right now that that's kind of all I want right now is just cold fish. (laughs) (laughs) You were recently at Burning Man. I was. And so I'm already was overheated by being in the desert for several days. <laughs> I was going to say that was some heat wave to be in the desert for. Massive heat wave and massive dust storms. And I came back to Southern California and it was around the same temperature. I like, oh, my oh, goodness. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and that's awesome. You know, something I want to highlight is coaches have fun. Yes, we do. We, we, live, uh, we, we live lives that are very, uh, very rich. <laughs> I quite um, agree. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's a hallmark of our industry. Yes, so, it is. Transition coaching. This is what you do. Yes. Um, how, what kind of transitions? Who are your clients? How does yeah. it work? So um, a lot of folks come to me uh, because of my transition coach and a lot of times it's folks going through separation and divorce, uh, folks who are looking to change their jobs, um, either leave a job or start a new career. Um, a lot of folks go through transition through grief and loss. So a lot of uh, fr- folks have come to me uh, because they've lost a parent or a loved one. Um, and there's the same theme with all of them. A lot of folk, a lot of my clients come to me with just a lot of feelings of uncertainty and anxiety that comes from what feels like an abrupt, abrupt change to their lives. And, and so um, I'm here to save space for them and allow them to sort of unpack everything on the table in front of us, so to speak, the metaphorical table, so that we could sort through and help them organize through all the major transitions that they're going through. And as you know, um, transition is always a place of discomfort. It's always a place that feels uncertain. And what we do is we are able to sit with them in that discomfort and help them to feel a little more certain about basically a world that is always going to be uncertain. <laughs> and um, I wish, yeah, I, I wish I had had a transition coach when, when I got divorced. I was 29 mm-hmm. years old. And I what you're describing, I'm, I'm thinking like this would have changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> this would have changed my life. Yes. How and- did you discover your connection to this work or how did you develop this niche? Because I know the last time we talked, you said that you knew when you became a coach that you didn't want to push yourself too hard to really, you know, name who you were and what you were going to do that it would unfold for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going through major, major transitions. So at the point that I found Lumia, my husband had just asked me for a divorce of a 20-year marriage. So big, big changes for me. And my world was very rocky and uncertain. Um, And yet through that, I had been coaching through my other practices, teaching yoga and um, working with folks in a personal training capacity, as well as just, you know, um, previous jobs. Um, I, I was always that manager in my corporate job that where people would come to me, you know, crying about something other than their job. <laughs> mm. You know, I was that person that people would come to because, you know, I think people found a safe space with me um, for whatever reason. You know, I'm the youngest of seven children. So maybe I was around a lot of people for a long time and I understood people a little better. Um, but the reason I came, I didn't feel like I needed a niche is because I felt like the power of my own story was going to ultimately um, lead me to the place where I could serve the best. Um, and, um, and so, you know, my own transitions. And so I started talking about my story to different people. I would talk about it in some of the group sessions that I did. I talked a little bit about it um, on some social media outlets, but the more I talked about my own story, the more people resonated with that story and, and then wanted to, to work with me based on, you know, the different things that I'd done um, on my own to sort of move through my own transition. That's awesome. And, you know, I know that every client is unique and different, but over the course of shaping a coaching practice, patterns tend to emerge. So for me, I do a lot of colonized mind work, which is a very, very weird and unique niche in my private practice. And colonized mind is um, the social construction of systems, capitalism, patriarchy, binary norms, heteronormativity that we're all stuck with. Mm -hmm. And the clients who work with me would like to get out from underneath them in some measure. Mm -hmm. And typically what happens for me, a pretty common outcome is that folks come in with one specific goal and where we actually end up not completing, but really digging in to the real work is something totally different and unexpected. Yes. <laughs> what do you see in, in your work with transitions? Are there patterns? Are there common outcomes? Uh, are, is there anything that you're like, oh, this, this is the way it goes. Um, so it's interesting that you say that. Um, uh, what I'm seeing with a lot of my transition clients is um, they're, they're clients that are very successful. They're, um, they're very high achieving, yet um, they, they feel that they aren't able to do the thing, the next thing, even though they mm-hmm. come from 
just tremendous achievement. I also see the same group um, that they see, a lot of them seem to have heavy rumination, meaning like just thinking, thinking, overthinking, more thinking to the point where they can't even make sense of, sense of it for themselves. Um, and so I, I come in as somebody to sort of, um, you know, if you imagine something that's spinning around really fast, I come in and I gently sort of stop the spinning, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? And so I stop the spinning enough through coaching techniques to help them find awareness in where they are, right? To help them reframe that, um, you know, someone who's had, you know, 12 years of experience in a certain place could very, you know, 12 years of experience in accounting, as an example, could very easily build their own business with that same experience, you know, and a lot of folks, and you said this to me before, a lot of folks don't see the power in themselves. They're not aware of the power of themselves. They become slaves to all the different people in their lives that they're serving. And they forget to shine that light of their own power back on themselves to, to basically attend to their goals. I mean, if we just took 10%, 20% of the amount of, of effort we give to our employers and to everyone else, we would all have launched like six different businesses by now. <laughs> right. 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 And I, you know, I say often that to be a good coach, what you need is a mirror and a flashlight. Yes. That you need a mirror to shine the light back at your clients and you need yes. a flashlight to look at the dark spaces that nobody wants to look at. Yes. Um, something that I love and appreciate in the way that you show up as a coach is how you decenter achievement and recenter humanity. There's a story I want to tell. So yeah. uh, Lumia goes to South by Southwest <laughs> and we, we are there as coaches. We are there. We do coaching on the ground. And there was a night when Barb and I were out at a bar and there was a gentleman who was incredibly successful with capital S's and stars dancing all over the place. I think this guy was talking about bringing woolly mammoths back from the dead. And I was like, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and you managed to deconstruct this human from a coaching perspective in about two minutes and bring it back to the core of humanity with something along the lines of, but how are you doing as a human? <laughs> I was like, damn, Barb, <laughs> you did that quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen people, I've worked with people like him. I still work with people like him and um, they're strivers. They're like striving, 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 striving. And like, and, and how are you really? And I kept yeah. asking the question over and over and it took multiple times until he finally I could see, I literally saw his body soften mm. and, um, and that's the point. He's like, you need to come to our office. <laughs> like we, yeah. we didn't do it and yeah. that'll come another time, but it was more, I, you know, at, in, in this time of my life, in this middle essence of my life, I so don't give a crap about who anybody is in front of me. I, I, I show up exactly as me. And the other person on the side could be the president of the United States and he would just show up as him. 
Um, you know, years before in my twenties and thirties, I would always be a little like worried that I would make the bat a, a, a weird impression on somebody. But I, I just don't have that anymore, Noel. I'm just I show up as I am, and I'm a coach, and so I can't not use the skills that I've you know of have you know uh, strengthened over the last few years to not like look at somebody and say, you know what, there's something else going on with this person. Let me keep digging. Let me just use curiosity to like understand where this person truly is. Um, oh yeah. So I, and go ahead. You, you demonstrated so many coaching skills in that, in just in talking about this one circumstance. So what I saw was active listening where you were noticing somebody else's body language, the moment where the other person softened. Mm -hmm. um, for me, and it might be true for you uh, as well, and I think of coaches in general, for, for me, coaching has beaten the ego out of me because yes. I'm so in tuned with the humanity of others and I'm so accustomed to hanging my own life up at the door that from an interpersonal perspective, I no longer think about how I'm being perceived because it really doesn't matter, right? I'm there to serve the person in front of me. And even when I'm not working, that part of coaching shows up. Um, curiosity, deep questioning, powerful questioning, reframing, yes. redirecting, sticking with the sticking with the questioning line, even if your client is trying to squirm all over the place until you get the outcome, until you get that soften. Um, and it's it's really fun to bring these skills to life. Yeah, no. And, you know, I think for us, I think that entire weekend, that's kind of where I was at. And, you know, and I have to say that in previous lives, I was at all of these conventions with my, you know, my polo shirt with the logo on it and basically um, representing some other business. Whereas when you show up as a coach, you represent yourself, the business of you. And yes. it is such a, it's such an empowering position to be in. You know, um, I wasn't a VC. I wasn't with some big corporate entity. I'm not even technically, you know, I'm, I am my own startup. But to show up as yourself, it is, it's like this, this um, hidden, not hidden, but like this, this benefit that comes out of going through this coaching practice and becoming a coach that you're like, wow, this stuff is like permeates throughout my whole life. This is pretty cool. <laughs> it does. It really, really does. Yeah. All right. So this is an interesting one. Um, yes. And I, I ask all of our guests and our Lumia instructors, of which you're one of our Lumia instructors. Barb teaches mindfulness for Lumia. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're listening and want to engage with Barb inside of our classrooms. So you are a transition coach. And that niche has come out of your lived experience of going through many transitions and knowing how helpful it is to have structure and framing and support to kind of stop the spinning. I loved that metaphor. Mm -hmm. um, and I also know that you've been finding incredible benefit from core competency, core coach training. So how does it work for you both in session and out of session? Because I know you said you've been telling your story over and over again, but that doesn't happen in session. We have to hang our story up when we're in session. So how do you reconcile the difference between the two, the core coaching competencies and your personal self? 
So my personal self is really before I engage with the client, right? So before I'm actually engaging with the client, it's really just, you know, if I post a story on Instagram or if, um, you know, um, there's a, a group setting and I, and I lightly share a story um, more in resonance with somebody going through something. And actually what's interesting is, um, you know, I've learned from you, Noelle, like how you can use just like sparing bits of your story to help resonate with the client in terms like, um, I remember what that felt like, right? That was direct yes. from you, right? Yes. Well, let's unpack that real quick. So everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. So when you're in session with a client, and, and this is something that you develop with coaching experience and a little bit of coaching mastery is you have to take yourself into account as you're deciding how you're going to engage. This is, this is part of coaching strategy. So sometimes when a client is talking, you're reminded of something from your own life. And this can go one of two ways. Either you have a desire to talk about your own life because there's some unmet need from validation that's on your end. That's a no-no. Or you're listening to somebody else and you're recognizing, oh my God, I might be able to self-identify in a way that will enhance the session. Yes, I might be able to self-identify in a way um, that can give my client some sort of benefit. So as you mentioned, um, I remember what that felt like when I went through it is, is a great example. Um, another one that I have used is I remember I had a client who is newly divorced, who is uh, just really breaking down over loneliness. And she was indicating that she didn't think that she would ever feel whole or in partnership again. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, hey, if it's any comfort, I'm living proof that it's possible. Nice. Yep. Yep. And so it's simple. And and then there are other times where I remember where I have had that screaming desire to like dump all my tea. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I, that's, I, I need to pull that one way back and maybe check into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And, and, and so, but agreed. And, I, and I've learned many of those terms and I've learned, you know, how resonance can help, um, you know, resonance like that just sparingly can help, you know, deepen uh, the trust and safety with your client, as well as enhance the session. And, um, and there's also, um, you know, with my clients, when they go through a certain, um, when they go through their transitions, it really is um, more, more and more, I am in this place where I'm using like all the tools of coaching to uh, in, in session. So most of my own story is, is generally suspended, right? Um, am I thinking, uh, you know, sometimes with my story in mind? Certainly. But the more that we, that I've stayed curious, um, allowing the, uh, allowing the client to speak like 80% of the time and like me, like maybe 20% of a session um, mm-hmm. is, is what, um, is where the most productive sessions are. In fact, I recently got feedback from Bonnie that says, you know, don't even do the ums, Barbara. Don't even do the yeses, the affirmations. Just sit with that. And it's been incredibly powerful to allow somebody, again, these folks are paying us because they don't have someone else who could hear what they have to say in this way, like authentically, openly with non-judgment. 
And so, you know, they hire us coaches to, to be in that place. And so we have to be sort of um, incredibly curious. We have to be open. We have to be willing to be with exactly what that client is at that moment in order to pull the information out, sort, help them sort it out on, you know, in front of them, and then allow them to, one, get some self-awareness around what they're going through in the moment, and then use that self-awareness towards betterment of self. So, and it happens over and over again, the less a coach speaks. <laughs> yes. Right? So that's yes. how I use it. So yes, they come to me because of my story, but we're in session. It's only bits and pieces that resonate because we've already sort of established common ground by by whatever I put on my Instagram or my website, or if I talk to somebody, they're like, oh, I resonate with her. I think she knows where I've been. Yes. Yes. And you mentioned Bonnie, who is one of our mentor coaches, our observation coaches. Um, and Bonnie's also my coach. She specializes in developing female leaders. And shout out to Bonnie. Yes. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So what does a typical day look like for you? Everybody does coaching differently. My day looks very different than your day. What is a typical day in the life of Barb, the transition coach? Okay, well, I'll give, uh, today is, is my example. So um, as a mindful person, the first thing I do is I swing my legs out of bed, set my feet on the ground and notice when I go from a seated to a standing position every single day. Um, and, um, and then um, I um, have to just basically see um, how many coaching calls I have in a given day. Usually, um, like this is Thursday. So Thursday are my days when I don't have my kids. So I usually try to put as many of my coaching sessions um, into a Thursday. Um, so um, um, my, I typically see my clients um, on, uh, on, on a day like today. I have 50-minute sessions with my clients. Um, and in between there, um, I uh, check to see um, on any of the social media platforms, if, um, you know, if people are, you know, asking me questions there, um, I try to also just stay current with social media. I'm not a big poster, but if I see something that's relevant to something that's on my mind, I'll throw it into the story. Or I'll talk about it. Um, also part of my day is planning retreats. So I have a retreat coming up at the end of October with another Lumia coach, Millie, um, um, Mar Mildred Murillo, um, of Astro, uh, consciousness. And, um, so there's, you know, actual coaching that happens. There's the study of coaching that happens. There's, um, planning for, you know, coaching events. And then there's the not so fun stuff, invoices, billing, taxes, formation of businesses, <laughs> right? That, it's always in there. It's not high on my priorities cause it's not enjoyable to me, but it's there. And, um, I like to say that I'm the accidental entrepreneur because I didn't set out. It wasn't like when I was graduating college, like I'm going to be an entrepreneur. That never happened. I just ended up doing a bunch of things because I wanted to do them my way and ultimately have sort of been the accidental entrepreneur for a very long time now. Awesome. 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 So, yeah. um, all right. So Barb, I want to hear about the retreat, spill the beans. What's it like? Okay, so um, the retreat is going to be with Emily Murillo of Astro Consciousness. And over a weekend, um, uh, we're picking a location in Southern California. 
Um, we are going to do uh, astrology, um, meditation, yoga, um, individual coaching sessions with me and Millie. Um, we'll also have, have the ocean right next to us um, and um, uh, other programming to talk about relationships. So um, according to Millie, um, the charts say that um, that time of the year is great for talking about relationships. So it's going to be a wonderful time to, you know, just really get better awareness of all the relationships in your life, not just your intimate ones, but your relationships with your family, your friends, your coworkers, um, so that you have a better understanding of the relationship with yourself and then can use that to enhance your relationships with others. So really excited about this retreat. That sounds so awesome. And, you know, for those who are listening, who want to become coaches, this is the kind of stuff you get to do with your friends. Now, you and Millie didn't go through, you weren't in the Lumio cohort together, you met afterwards. Yes, we met afterwards, I think sometime in 2019, right before the pandemic, and then ended up working together um, in a tat lab. And it's been, she's just she is an amazing person. And also, as you know, she came to South by Southwest with us and we had a, just a fabulous time at South by Southwest together. And, um, and, um, yeah, it's been, um, we're, we are cosmically connected, Millie and I. <laughs> That's awesome. That's one of the things that I hear and see and observe really consistently throughout Lumia is that folks make really good friends yes. and, as adults, it's so hard to make new friends that it is truly one of the most humbling aspects of my life that our organization provides that for people and that so many dynamic relationships have come out of our funky, beautiful network of humans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. So now... I, the three things that you think all folks could learn from your work. So three things to learn from my work. So um, the first thing uh, is just the power of mindfulness. And the story that I have there is that um, in 2015, um, I had learned that my husband had had an affair. And the amount of rumination that uh, my brain went through just was through the roof. Um, and um, I remember at one point um, when I was just really, really reckoning with, um, you know, what really was, you know, grief and loss and loss of trust, all these things was, um, I think I had a panic attack, massive panic attack. And I got myself out of the panic attack and basically said, you know what, I cannot do this. I cannot allow myself to just continue to stay in this panic attack. And um, subsequently, I don't know exactly when I started, but I started meditating. I, I used an app. I, um, it was hard. It was really hard at first. And essentially, a year later, I had meditated every day for an entire year. And Noelle, it literally changed the chemistry of my brain. It, wow. It changed it big time. And I was, I was committed and, you know, I'm one of these people who, who likes, you know, I'm, I'm a long distance runner. I'm a yoga person. I grew up with dance. So I am very much into repetitive, repetitive nature of things. And so I'm very much into establishing practices of things. And so it was time for me to get serious about a meditation practice. 
And I, I basically between meditating every single day and then becoming a yoga instructor was able to find a real way to calm my central nervous system. And, um, and I think that's really important and powerful. I'm like, I'm not out to teach everybody about mindfulness. I'm not out to, you know, put everybody through a yoga practice, but I hope that the example of, you know, um, sort of coming to an awareness of self and then figuring out like the tools to move myself forward, I hope is something that can help others. Right. Mm. Um, because, you know, separation, divorce, loss, they are big, big things. And, you know, to be with somebody, I was married for 20 years with my person for 30 years. It was a massive, massive change, a massive, massive, like, you know, rift in the certainty that I thought I had. Um, and I think, um, you know, mindfulness is what helped me um, be sort of uh, present and calm in like a world of uncertainty. And I think that prepped me for the pandemic too. I think people experience the pandemic, what I experienced through, through loss um, earlier, like years earlier. Um, so mindfulness is a really, really important, um, uh, you know, uh, thing that I think guides me in my coaching with others. Mm. Awesome. Um, and then um, the second thing, and I, I think I, I've said this before, but, um, sort of, uh, knowing yourself, right. I think a lot of folks, um, don't pause to acknowledge themselves, right. Pause to acknowledge, um, a lot of people focus on the negative as we know, like we all have a negative bias, but not as many people pause on all of, all of the good in their lives and, and, and their framing. And so a lot of times with clients, what I, what I, what I help clients too is just just have this self awareness of self to acknowledge both the good and the bad to accept what, what maybe you don't like about yourself or what you're working on for yourself, but then also acknowledge how far you've come. And a lot of my clients, they don't see that their mind is spinning so much on what they need to do, what they have to do, what they should have been doing. And, um, they're spinning so fast that they don't stop to see how far they've come. And so that's the second thing that I, that, that folks will definitely get from me is like this deep self-awareness and it doesn't come fast. It comes slow. Um, and I'm here to help slow you down so that you can see it. Um, yeah. Um, and then the third thing that I, that I definitely give my clients, and this comes a lot from my own grief and loss is just, you know, I'm all, I, I, I provide safe space for my clients. Um, and you know, when you're going through transition, um, and especially when you're going through something that feels very much like loss and, you know, losing a job can feel like loss too, um, like real loss. Um, it's the ability to see that, that my clients can sit with me and feel okay. Um, they come, they come with, you know, a lot of uncertainty. They come with, you know, the spinning and, um, and, you know, they sit with me and I help them help them breathe. It's not that we even do an, a breathing exercise, but I help them pause and think about um, pause and know that they have a safe space with me. So any client that comes to me will know that they have a safe space with me. Awesome. Well, thank you for, 
for shedding a light on the work that you do, highlighting your day, and really breaking down some some key coaching tenets. We are so lucky to have you as part of our organization, and we will put in the show notes where folks can find you, but briefly, where's the best spot for folks to reach you? Um, so um, you could find me at my website at barbmatiashaines.com. It's Haines with a Y. That's also my Instagram handle is at Barb Matias Haynes. And then finally, you could find me at info uh, and email me directly at info at Barb Matias Haynes.com. Um, awesome. Barb, thank you. This was so much fun. I, I love connecting. I love hanging out. And if you want to um, have more of Barb, please find her out in the world or come inside of our Lumia classrooms where you'll have direct live access. And have an awesome day, Barb. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. <laughs>